0: Um, there's something really powerful that happens when people come together and worship, and um, I believe that worship is a time um, it brings breakthrough to people's situations. But every major thing I've needed breakthrough for my life, the breakthrough has come through worship. And it says, um, it says in the word, it says in Isaiah 54. Sing, barren woman, you have, who have never born a child. Brass in song, shout for joy, you who were never in labor. Because more are the children of the desolate woman than of her who has a husband, says the Lord. Enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your tent curtains wide, do not hold back. Lengthen your cords, strengthen your stakes, For you will be spread out to the right and to the left. Your descendants will dispose, dispossess nations and settle in their desolate cities. Now, for me, that was a time where we were facing not being able to of children. But I believe that the scripture is more than just that. It relates to any situation where you're needing breakthrough. Sing, praise, worship your God, and let the breakthrough come. Whatever it is that you're facing today, I want to encourage you. Sing, praise. It doesn't matter what it sounds like. You know, you could sound like the cat being strangled, strangled next door, but what actually matters is the praise that you're lifting up to your God, that you're lifting your eyes heavenward, you're not focusing on your situation, and you're going, God, you know what, in the midst of this, in the midst of what I'm facing, I'm gonna praise you. I'm gonna worship you and I'm gonna trust you in all of this situation. You know, and when that comes, something powerful happens. You know, um, In the olden days, the English they used to send out, when they'd go to war, they'd send out their musicians ahead of them. Which really, when you think about that, doesn't make sense because your enemy are going to know that you're coming. You've got a full orchestra leading the way. You know, like it doesn't make sense. But we are called to worship, to bring praises as we go into battle. And as you battle in situations in your life, as you battle in prayer, as you uh, dig deep into that quiet place and trust the God and cry out to Him, and worship Him Because that is where the breakthrough comes So it's completely different to what I had um, to preach on um, But God has really been speaking to me about that lately And I just really felt this morning just to share that um, So, yeah, awesome, excuse me So, hi, I'm Shannon um, If you haven't met me before um, As Ray said on his wife And We're the pastors here at Church Untamed And I say this every Sunday But being here in church every Sunday morning Is literally my favourite place in the world There's no place I'd rather be on a Sunday And you know it's hard work to get here To this point each week (laughs) But, um, But it's amazing And I love it and I wouldn't be anywhere else Because I've seen God move in people's lives I've seen Him move in my life And stretch me in ways that I never believed Possible but I've seen God come through In so many incredible ways And I just love what He is doing and I love what he's doing in our community, I love what he's doing in our church, I love what he's doing in our area and in our nation, and I'm just really excited. Um, Ray shared a little bit before that we were, um, part, over New Year's, we were part of um, a safety response to the Queensland Lake Sister Council, um, with an organisation through called Red Frogs, um, so he's like, yeah, I was part of it, um, and it was amazing, we had so many people from our church just praying and providing food and just cheering us on, and it was um, and um, this is our second year of Jamie's response. And one thing I wanted to share with you guys, because it blew me away, because I had no idea. But um, I was leading the response in Queenstown. So we had 65 volunteers come from throughout the, um, throughout the South Island, including a team of um, 20 YWAMers. So Youth with a Mission have a base in Queenstown. And they, um, they came on board, and two of their DTS teams are now in Papua New Guinea and overseas. They came and they did the response with us for us. And then some of their staff who were on holiday, they used their leave to come and serve all us. And it was just the most incredible partnership. And I love that when the body of Christ comes together and we work together as one, like what God can do. And it was just, just amazing. We saw God do incredible, incredible things. And But the thing that touched me the most, so I was leading a response to Monica, and um, one of their volunteers, Oh, sorry, I'm pointing Where was I? Yeah, I was in... I was in Queenstown, sorry. So I was in Queenstown and one of our volunteers, she actually was in New Year's in Queenstown last year. And she wasn't there as a red frog. She wasn't there as a Christian. She was there as a drunken teenager. And um, throughout the, the three days that we were there, our team, she kept running into her teams and just having a chat with them. She thought, oh, there's something about them that's really cool, I quite feel really cool. I just I don't know what it is. I just I just want to keep talking to the red frogs and then on the last night she, left, she lost her friends and she was like, I'm just going to go hang out with the red frogs I know my friends aren't there, but I'll just go hang out there so she went along to, um, to the chill out zone that we had and she was just talking to some of the guys there and hanging out and she said she was from Timaru and they are like, oh, Harrison's from Timaru so Harrison came over and just started having a chat with her because um, we had volunteers from all over so we like to connect people people from places and um, ended got talking to like You can understand she's drunk at the time, but she's like, Oh, I really like those red frogs thing. I really want to get involved and and do some stuff. And he said to her, Oh, we're going to be starting up some stuff in Timaru. Do you want to help out? So he's taking a huge risk on her because she's intoxicated at the time. (laughs) But fast forward 12 months later, And she's in church, she's walking with God, and she's serving with Red Frogs, helping to look after the people that she was the year before. Now, how amazing is God? Like, it wasn't going out there and preaching, it was just loving people where they're at. But God used it as an opportunity to to meet with her and to steer her life in in the most incredible direction. And I'm just so excited to see how God will meet people in the midst of their mess. And in the midst of the chaos and everything that's going on, and people turn things around. And um, I, just, I just love it. For me, that was probably the highlight of the entire time. But you've got to know that as a church, when you get behind and support things, when you pray for people, when you, um, you know, make meals for people, for people, when you just go, you know what, we're cheering on. That's part of your victory. That's part of your story. That's part of your testimony. If you were part of this thing. Whether you were there physically or not, if you were supporting it, you're a part of change that girl's life. And I just love, I love that. I love that God will use us, no matter what we're doing, what things look like to make a difference in people's lives. Amen? So yeah, so I spent, right my, and a couple of other others of us, we spent our um, years looking after drunk people, which is pretty exciting. Um, but, and it was pretty busy, but it was also very cool. And you know, here we are, it's our first service of the new year, 2018, and um, now many of us will have spent that time over in the lead up to Christmas, probably really busy, and then over the new year's period just kind of reflecting on what did last year look like, you know, was it good, was it bad, and maybe making um, some resolutions for the coming year, you know, like to be more organised, and to spend more time with family, you know, to eat less, just eat less, but probably maybe eat less chocolate Maybe exercise more, maybe use Facebook less um, Maybe to read the Bible more um, You know, how many people have already Broken their New Year's resolutions? Just me, cool um, Or who put it off to start next week? Yeah Yeah, next week, but I'm pretty sure that my next week Is going to be like the 3rd week of December as these we things are going to start And I go, oh my gosh, I've wasted a year So, um <laughs> But, um you gotta love the old things, resolutions and the plans, and I love, I, I love plans and, and, and goals and resolutions. I try not to call them resolutions because I'm pretty crap at keeping them, but I love the thought of stepping into something new and, and moving forward and, and, and just taking hold of all that God has for me, and um and yeah, but sometimes I'm just not so good with the follow through. <laughs> you know, if you've got these plans and goals and stuff, but what are the things that are actually gonna get you there to, to to step into what it is that he has. You know, I just want you to know that whatever last year looked like for you, whether it was the most epic of years, or if it's something that you just kind of block out from all of your memory, what God has in store for you now is good. What God has in store for you this year is good. And this year is an opportunity for you to trust God and to step into the promises that he has for you. Because he hasn't forgotten those promises for you. And um, I'm just going to I'm not going to take very long this morning Because I just feel that God just wants to take time And just do business with people one on one So I don't want to take away from that um, But I've just got um, a couple of things that I want, A couple of verses That I just want to talk around briefly That I'd love for you to um, Consider when you're looking at What does 2018 look like for you So the first verse is, Sorry because, um, Is Genesis 1 let there be a vault between the waters to separate water from water. So God made the vault and separated the water from under the vault from the water above it. And it was so. God called the vault sky. And there was evening and there was morning, the second day. And God said, Let the water under the sky be gathered to one place. Let dry ground appear. And it was so. God called the dry ground land and the gathered waters and called seas. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Yet the land produced vegetation, seed growing plants. Trees on the land that bear fruit were seen that according to their various kinds. And it was so. The land produced vegetation, plants growing seed according to their kinds, and trees bearing fruit were seed that according to their kinds. And God saw that it was good. And then there was evening and there was morning the third day. And God said, Let there be lights in the vault of the sky to separate the day from the night and let them serve as signs to mark sacred times and days and years, and let them be lights in the vault of the sky to give light to the earth. And it was so. God made two lights, the greater light to govern the day and the lesser light to govern the night. He also made the stars. God set them to, in the vault of the sky to give the light on the earth, to govern the day and the night, and to separate the light for darkness. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening and there was morning the fourth day. The thing that I want you to get out of that the important parts of those verses, and God said, and God said, and it was so. God spoke, and creation began. He spoke, and earth separated from sky, and water separated from land, and light separated from darkness. God spoke, and creation happened. And we have to understand that the King that created the universe lives within each of us. When we speak, we create with our words. Whatever it is that you declare over this year is what you will see. Because the one who created the universe lives within us. He spoke. When we speak, our words have power, not because of who we are, but because of who is in us. So, when you think of this year, are you thinking of, oh, well, last year was crap, and I'm just expecting the same for this year? I didn't see this happen, or this person got sick, or this happened, and that happened. And it was rubbish, I'm just expecting the, the, exactly the same. Now, God promised me no, this, and I didn't see it happen. Is that your expectation? I want to encourage you, church. Speak life into this year. Speak life into what it is that God is showing you about this year. Because when you speak life, it's a prophetic declaration. And you're going to see those things come to pass. Not because of who you are, but because of who is in you. You can speak life over situations. And I just want to encourage you this year to do that. And see with spiritual eyes beyond what your situation is. In the natural and declare God's purposes, God's promises by God. Ezekiel thirty seven um, known as the um, valley of the dry bones. But this um, this passage that I've got of it it's titled Breath of Life. And I just love that breath of life. So so it's Ezekiel thirty seven the one God grabbed me. God's Spirit took me up and set me down in the middle of an open plain stream of bones. He led me around in the morning, a lot of bones. There were bones all over the plain, dry bones, bleached by the sun. He said to me, son of man, can these bones live? I said, master, only you can know that. He said to me, prophesy over these bones, dry bones, listen to the message of God. God, the master, told the dry bones, watch this. I'm bringing the brick of life into you and you'll come to life. I'll attach sinews to you, put meat on your bones, cover you with skin, and breathe life into you. You'll come alive and you'll realize that I am God. I prophesied just as I've been commanded, and as I prophesied, there was a sound and a rustling. The bones moved and came together, bone to bone. I kept watching. The sinews formed, then muscles on the bones, and the skin stretched over them. But they had no breath in them. He said to me, prophesy to the breath. Prophesy, son of man, tell the breath. God the master says, come out from the four winds, come breath. Breathe on these, on these slain bodies, breathe life. So I prophesied just as he commanded me. The breath entered them and they came alive. They stood up on their feet and said, me. Then God said to me, son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Listen to what they are saying. Our bones are dried up, our hope is gone, there is nothing left of us. Well, the declaration, our bones are dried up, our hope is gone, there is nothing left of us. If that is what we are prophesying over our life, if that is what we are declaring over our life, that is what we will experience. We will experience hopelessness. We will experience a dryness. We will experience a lack. But if we are prophesying and declaring hope over us, that's all an experience. Here he is, he spoke. And they came to life. We can look at situations and we can say it's useless. It's a pile of dry bones. There's nothing good that's going to come from that. But you know what? God can bring life into it. God can bring bring hope into it. But he needs us to speak it out. He needs us to declare it. He needs us to prophesy it because our words are powerful. He needs us to prophesy life into that situation. He needs us to prophesy life into our workplace, into our class, into our school. He needs us to prophesy hope and reconciliation into our family and relationships. He needs us to declare and speak those things out. side of the year ahead, prophesy to your work situation, to your family circumstances, to the promises that God has given you. Speak to them and decree them. This is a year that God is going to restore things for you that you thought had been forgotten, that had been long lost, and were never ever going to come to pass. The promises and dreams are going to be reignited. And there's going to be an acceleration that's going to come. Now God is outside of time. He's not limited by a nine-to-five, a twenty-four hours. You may feel that it's too late, that you've missed the boat. Oh, I didn't take up the opportunity when God gave it to me. I let that dream slip aside, and I've just kind of buried it. It's, it's too late for me now. I'm too old. I'm aware of the kids. I can't just pick up and do this, or you know, like I, I just can't do it. I missed the boat. I can't, I can't do that anymore. That promise that God had, now nah, He must have done that wrong. You may feel that it's too late. But it's not. God's not done with you. And the best is yet to come. He's going to make up that lost time. That dream that you've had, that promise that you've kind of gone, oh, I just don't think I heard that right. Speak life into it. Take it up again. Prophesy into it. And watch what he will do. It may not look like what you expected it would look like. But what God has in store is better. They need you to speak life into it. And then you do, there's going to be an acceleration that's going to come. And all those years that you thought that you missed out on, God is going to restore them. He's going to restore what was lost. And He's going to bring you up to a point where you were supposed to be. I'm excited because I know that God is, is doing something in people's lives. And there's an acceleration, there's a stirring that's happening within people's um, spirits. There's an awakening. Things that had lain dormant, things that had been left to sleep and dropped to the ground. God is causing him to come to life again. And he's raising them up, but he needs you to speak. He needs you to speak life into him. What is it that God is speaking to you about this year? What does this year look like for you? Whether it be in your family or in your work or just in your relationship with him. What is it that he's talking to you about? That he's leading you into? We're going to just put some worship on a minute. And I just want to encourage you just to take time just to do business with God. Ask him, God, what is it that you have for me this year? You know, some people, they have a word for the here. And that's the thing that God's going to be stretching them in and, and teaching them in and stuff. But God, what is it that you have for me this year? What is it that you want me to declare life into? What is it you want me to speak hope into? What are the things that I have left dropped to the side that you want me to pick up again and have your breath on again? So we're just going to um, we're just going to put some worship on. I want to encourage you, if you want to, we would love to sing and pray with you and to partner with you because we believe that God is going to do. Amazing things. And we just want to equip you and position you to hear from him so that you can step the all that he has for you. Amen.